0: I'm not sure I understand you got the brains. I want you to tutor him. Percy is flunking history. Nothing seems to be able to motivate him. Hey, I'm challenged. You're lazy, self-involved, and spoiled. That's quite the challenge. So, you're going to take on a little teaching job. I know how you enjoy teaching. Yes, but I still have classes, and I don't... Rosenberg, it's time to give something back to the community. I know you want to help your school out here. Ask me how I know. How do you? I just know. And that's from Buffy. Think about that phrase. You have to give something back to the community. What's your gut response? I don't mean the response that you tell other people. You know, oh, yeah, I understand. I'm just trying to give back to the community. Most people feel guilt. It's a sinking guilt, because it's a guilt they don't understand. They don't know what they stole from the community. They don't know what they took from the community to give back. And if you think about it, what that's doing is engendering a feeling of unearned guilt in people. Give back to the community. Well, you get these very highly productive people who are loving their lives, and then they're told you have to give back to the community. Well, what do you mean? In this case, uh, it's not uh, Rosenberg, is that her name? (laughs) I have to check here. I don't watch, I'm not a Buffy watcher. Uh, But uh, Rosenberg has to She's being forced. He's trying to force her mind, and the weapon he's using is unearned guilt, that she has to give back to the community and use her wonderful teaching skills on someone who's lazy and self-involved, and that's not fair. So you need to know how to counter that. If someone says you need to give back to the community, they're assuming that you don't own your own life, that the community owns it, and you took something, and therefore you have to give back, as opposed to a trade a relationship. You make yourself into a lovely person. You enjoy your life. Other people make themselves into decent people. Uh, they enjoy their lives and you trade. It's a mutual voluntary trade, not a forced trade. So I'm against all forced trade. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show's The Rational Basis of Happiness, and that means that you want to ditch unearned guilt in your life. If you've done something terribly wrong or even a small guilt thing that makes you feel guilty and you know that it's wrong, then you own responsibility for that. But none of this unearned guilt, none of this, you're making me sick because you don't eat your food on the table. None of that type of guilt. If someone tries to make you feel guilty, you want the response that my daughter had towards me when she was a very young child. We were driving in the car and I was trying to make her feel guilty for something she didn't do. I don't wish I had the example, but I remember she just looked at, I didn't see her, but I could hear it in her voice. She just said, Mom, are you trying to make me feel guilty? boy that stopped me cold in my tracks and from that point on i monitored that i did not want to do that to my daughter to douser, just douse her with unearned guilt. So I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my number's toll free one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. I'm a clinical psychologist. Even though it's not therapy, it's an opportunity for you to call and ask me any question that you'd want to ask a counselor or a therapist. I think we should talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And my website's drkenner.com. D R K E N N E R. Uh, Here's an email I received from Margie. Uh, This is about a young girl who's wearing a very short skirt. Hi, Dr. Kenner. The other day, I asked my stepdaughter to go inside and change her clothes because she was wearing a short skirt. She threw a fit. She yelled at me. She said, just wait and see what my dad has to tell you, which I took not only as a threat, But I also found very disrespectful. We live half a block from school. When she yelled at me she was barely getting inside the car, I turned around and said, Excuse me? What did you say? She didn't say anything back. I told her, You know what you can do. You can get out and walk to school. Now, in my opinion, I was right. But my husband threw a fit. He told me I should have just ignored her. She's almost 10. It's been four days now, and he is still mad. Do you think he is right? I would really like your opinion. Thanks, Margie. Now, Margie, when you're a kid... Uh, if I went if I were a kid her age, I'm ten almost ten years old, I went to the gap, I got a new skirt, it's short, it's what all the girls are wearing. I love this skirt. I feel even a little sexy in it, I feel pretty in it. And my stepmom comes in and tells me that to go she orders me, she threatens me, she says, Go inside and change your clothes. She's trying to override my judgment. Now my response is I would be really upset, don't tell me what to do. N- notice at this point something's happening in the conversation we're no longer having a conversation about the skirt we're having a conversation about don't tell me what to do and then you come back and you said honey don't tell me what to do don't threaten me and so now it's become a personal attack both of you are attacking one another it's no longer a skirt issue so at that point your husband said oh gosh i wish this didn't blow out of proportion do you have a right to speak up? Yes. How? If your goal is to reach her mind, then if you order her to change her clothes at the age that she's at when she's discovering her independence, it'll backfire the way it did. If you try to reach out differently and you say, you know, I noticed that's a short skirt and I'll bet you love that skirt now's not the time to wear it, why don't you wear it when we when we have a party? you know, we're having a party this weekend and you can wear the skirt then, I'm concerned about you wearing it into school she may have been more open to it or she may have said, "No, nah, I want to wear it and then you need to coach yourself okay, this is an issue to bring up with her after school, not at the split second she's about to get into the car so it's your challenge to her that starts the ball rolling and in the traditional way of parenting you'd say, yes, you've got to set boundaries. You've got to put your foot down. You've got to be firm. But in the traditional way, kids don't love their parents. So what I recommend is not being a wimp, not doing exactly what your husband says. Ignore it when it really bothers you. But her comment back to you, I wouldn't ignore that. She needs to suffer the natural consequences. If she yells at you, you don't have to drive her to school. That's true, especially when it's only a half block away. Um, But you need to learn good communication skills so you never have to shut your mouth when you see something that bothers you. You never have to be a pushover or a doormat as a parent, but you never let her walk over you too. And I recommend going to my website, drkenner.com, and reading the book, How to Talk So Kids Will Listen and Listen So Kids Will Talk. Also getting a book, Between Parent and Teenager by Dr. Haim Gannat, G-I-N-O-T-T. It's an older book, but it's Absolutely fabulous. If she's already 10, you'll want that book moving forward. Now, I want to talk about, um, I mentioned earlier, how do you deal with anger? I have an email from somebody who's been in the Navy for a while. I will pick up his email on a, another day because we don't have time. But just how do you deal with anger? He's He's got this rage that he wishes he could kill when he watches the news and he hears dictators, he wishes he could kill them, and it's a rage which is out of control, and he doesn't want to commit any any other acts of violence he's been in the military. How does he get rid of that emotion? So I will give him some advice in case he's listening it's Dr uh, to get Dr. Weisinger's Anger workout book, which gives you ways of dealing with an anger that's very acute, very sharp. Um, And also, you want to figure out a better way to channel that anger. You don't want to deaden your emotions at all. You've got this anger. You need to identify the source of the anger. Where does this anger come from? Does it connect with anything in my own childhood? Did I lose a buddy during the war or multiple buddies during the war due to these fighting a battle against these perverse dictators? Did I see the horrors that they that they cause other people. If that's the case, fight for the right ideas in the culture. Killing a dictator will only make that dictator leave and another dictator come in his place. You need to get better ideas into the culture, writing letters to an editor, writing a book, writing an article, or supporting an institute that supports uh, the free mind. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Look forward to being with you. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Respect your partner's need for private time. People are individuals first and partners second. No matter how wonderful living with a romantic partner is, it necessarily will take some attention away from yourself. Sometimes people need time to do things alone. Partners need some freedom to do things in their own way, such as how they cook meals, what time they go to bed, how and if they make the bed, when and what they eat, what time they get up and shower, what TV shows they watch, if any, when they go out, and for what purpose, shopping, etc. They need to be free of concerns about always checking what their partner would want. Having some time alone reinforces your sense of being an individual. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.